Hello everyone, it's your girl Teresa and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I'm going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. If you would like to learn more about my books, you are more than welcome to visit my website at IamTeresaReese.com. Let's get started, shall we? So the name of the poem is I Forgive You. Here we go. Maybe your intentions were never pure and I gave you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe your mission was to hurt me and I was delayed in figuring that out. Maybe you were never for me but I let you get close anyway. Maybe you were always my enemy. And I should have expected this day. Maybe you thought I was weak because to you, I was always kind. Maybe you totally hated me when you said we were too much alike. Maybe I brought out the worst in you when I was just being nice. Whatever the reason, You formed your opinion, and no one, no one can change your mind. And I'm okay with that. Life goes on. I'm still your friend, even if you weren't mine. Sincerely from my heart to yours, please enjoy your life. I forgive you. And so let's talk about forgiveness for a moment. Yes, that's a subject that'll make you have to take a deep breath. (laughs) When you think about how many people you have forgiven or how many people you have not forgiven. When I look over my spreadsheet of people that have caused offense to me or that I've offended, bridges that I've tried to mend by apologizing, even if it was years later. People that never, ever extended an apology to me, but I was literally encouraged to forgive them anyway. Words of, I'm sorry, never being spoken to me, but I had to operate as if I'd heard them. Being in the same vicinity of someone who has broken my heart and functioning as if I never felt it break. Being able to have a full-fledged conversation with someone who just years previously almost destroyed me. And from the outside looking in, you wouldn't even be able to tell. All because... I made a conscious effort to forgive them. Now, that may be one of the hardest things that we ever have to do is operate in forgiveness, partly because I believe it's forgiveness is connected to in terms of why we don't forgive so quickly. Sometimes ego. So whenever our pride or our ego is is hurt, it's like, I'm not going to forgive you. It's almost like trying to have a, a control factor over the person. Not understanding that even if we do not forgive them, 
they're free. (laughs) Half the time, they don't even care if we forgive them or not. They've moved on with their lives. They could care less how we view them. And so in all actuality, we're creating a prison for ourselves. And it took me a while to realize that. It took me a while to realize that by me holding on to unforgiveness, I'm hurting myself internally, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. If I got to remember, because really what it does when you're operating in unforgiveness, it's like you're playing the tape over and over and over again to remind yourself why why you will not forgive this person. So it's constantly living that. Constantly having to stay in that space. An unhealthy space at that. But a lot of times, for whatever reason, we're okay with unforgiveness. We're okay with not forgiving someone. Well, one thing I've I've come to realize is that when it comes to forgiveness and when it comes to relationships, that's one of the things that I have to prepare myself for is is to constantly be willing to forgive. Because when you enter into holy matrimony, you're still dealing with an imperfect person. They're still dealing with an imperfect person. There are going to be things that are said out of anger, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that could cause a rift in the communication area that could cause a rift in how you deal with one another. And you've got to be willing to operate in forgiveness in order to move past that so that you can literally dwell together in peace. It takes so much energy to hold on to unforgiveness. Not saying that when it comes to someone outside of your marriage that you got to be the best of friends but forgiving the person releases you so there's been a lot of people that I've had to forgive and then time has passed I've healed my heart is mended and so when I see them Because I'm not playing that tape of unforgiveness in my head over and over and over again. I can look at them with a new set of eyes. I can see them as they're broken. I can see them as who they are in the current season of their life. And I could literally not take it personally. But it took a lot of practice for me to get to that point. I did not develop that skill or develop that capacity overnight I did not it took a lot of practice but when I'm looking over everything I'm starting to realize I'm glad that I operated in forgiveness in a lot of my relationships because I feel like by forgiving it almost wiped the slate clean to where whatever definition that I had of this person previously because of the hurt that they caused it allows them to rewrite the story and I get to rewrite it with them so let's just say for example I didn't present boundaries before and then after an offense has taken place and then we haven't spoken for a while 
and then we finally speak or let's just say that we don't. But in my mind, I've made up a, a boundary. So if I cross that path with the person, if I've already told myself, you will not allow this person to make you feel lesser than. You will not allow this person to defame your character or talk to you sideways. You're not going to do that. If for any reason you feel as if that's where the conversation is going, you are going to exit stage left. Like you're not going to put yourself in that situation any longer. And so then when I'm engaging with that person, if I cross that person's path because I already have created a boundary in my mind, for some reason, it's like the conversation is different. I'll give you a prime example. So there was a, an individual who I was in a relationship with. I actually have children by him as well. Um, and we were at an event. And while we were at this event, now mind you, like our past is like, oh Lord, you know? However, at this event, I showed him some art that I had done and he literally edified me, told me that, my art reminded him of Picasso, showed me photos of Picasso's art, told me, you know, you know, this man's art was worth a lot of money, you know. And I was like, really? And just, and I said, Lord, it's it's amazing how when you operate in forgiveness, the atmosphere shifts. I wasn't holding any grudges against him. He wasn't holding any grudges against me. So we were able to have an actual great conversation and he went his way and I went my way. And I was like, wow, Lord, this is what it feels like to forgive. Now, let's try to put that in a different light. If I had operated in unforgiveness and the, oh, and he opened up the door for me when we, you know, saw each other and we were about to, he actually opened up the door for me, my son's father, I mean, my children's father. <laughs> and so, um, so pretty much when he opened up the door for me, I was like, oh, that's not, you know, a kind gesture. Now, let's backtrack and just say it was unforgiveness. And we were both operating in unforgiveness. Child, he would have saw me and he would have practiced the, the six feet, six feet. Give me six feet. He probably would have practiced give me 50 feet or vice versa. But instead, because we're operating in forgiveness, we didn't treat each other like that. So it's like I was kind to him. He was kind to me. Part of that is growth. Our past is our past. We made mistakes. We hurt each other along the way. We have beautiful children because of it. Why hold that over each other's head? You've moved on with your life. You've remarried. Well, married because um, we were never married. But it's like you've married. You've done all of that. So it's like, why would I hold 1990 something against you and we're now in 2021 but i know a few people that operate like that it could be something that took place 25 years ago and instead of just taking a moment to just forgive the offense just so you could be free just so the tape of stinking thinking won't continuously record over and over and play over and over in your mind. For me, that's bondage. So maybe another reason why it's easier for me to forgive is because I know what bondage feels like and I don't want to be a part of it. 
I like having a free mind. I like being able to love again. I like being able to um, learn about people. Technically, I am like a people learner. I study people. I don't know what it. I don't even know. If the, I guess that's like what a psychiatrist or something who studies people. Whoever studies people, I probably miss my calling because I study people all the time. I pay attention to their body language. I pay attention to their conversations. I pay attention to the undertones. I pay attention to everything. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by people. I Maybe it's because on one hand, I'm just like, I don't know why these people do the things that they do. On the other hand, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Isn't that the sweetest? You know, it just... I love studying people. I don't know what that's about, but I, I can, I can, I'm a people watcher. If I go to a restaurant, I'm looking, I'm trying to see if he, op- if the man opens up the door for the girl, if he touches the small of her bag, how their conversation is going based on how, the, you know, she's leaned in, listening to him, giving him her undivided attention. I love to people watch. I love it. I love to see how a man looks at the woman that he loves or that he's into I love to just like watch that I love to see how people engage with each other I can also tell well I mean I'm sure all of us can whenever someone has an attitude with someone the body language the body language will tell it'll say it all but forgiveness is so important in relationships it's so very important It's a part of loving someone unconditionally. And it's not just about romantic relationships. I'm constantly forgiving my children. My children are constantly forgiving me. My son, I'm talking about my 20-year-old, he'll say something sometimes off the side of his head and I'll be wanting to literally go upside his head. Because I'm just like, did you really just say that to me? 24 hours later, you would never know. That I literally almost put him out of my house. <laughs> because I have learned how to forgive quickly. And I understand he's got to find his own way. Same with my 17-year-old. Sometimes I'm looking like, okay, so we got how many months before you turn 18? Have you been considering if you still want to stay here? Or are you kind of like evaluating what your options are once you turn 18? Because I'm just at that point, and maybe it's an age thing, but I'm at the point, it must be an age thing. But anyway, or it could just be a respect factor. But I'm literally at that age where I'm not going to tolerate certain behaviors And so when I start to feel as if you think you're too grown to do X, Y, and Z, I've already raised you. Let's start there. So my work is done. Anything else that I'm doing, that's just an added bonus. That's just an added benefit. But once you're grown, I've raised you. So if I'm still taking care of you, if I'm still making sure all your needs are met, if I'm still making sure that the money that you got in your bank account, you keep it in your bank account because I'm taking care of everything else, that is an act of love. Because once you're grown, honey, you're grown. And it's hard for some people to realize, you know, because some of us, is we feel this sense of entitlement 
And I've had to realize like, I'm 47 years old. Anything, anything that my parents do for me is an act of love. They are not forced to do it. They are not obligated to do it. They have done the raising already. It is already done. Anything on top of that is only because they love me. If they were to stop doing everything today, who going to be mad? Why should you be mad? They're not obligated. <coughs> Excuse me. And so that's just something to think about. Because we do sometimes have a sense of entitlement where we feel like you owe me. Who said? Especially when you're grown. I remember when my car broke down. My dad did everything he could to help me. He went, found the mechanic. We found out how much it cost. I was like, not now, not ever will I pay this much for a car repair. <laughs> and it was so sad because my car was paid in full. But anyway, um, but he did everything that he could to try to get my car up and running. All of that was an act of love. Every time I go to my parents' house and my mom is making sure she puts together a, a care package for us. Here's some food. Here's this. Here's some treats. Here's that. That's all an act of love. But you know what? We both had to operate in forgiveness to even get to that point. Had I been operating in unforgiveness, had she been operating in unforgiveness, somebody else would reap those benefits. If we just chose to hold on to unforgiveness... If I chose to hold on to unforgiveness concerning my father, then when my car broke down, he would have never known that my car broke down. Or if he did, he would have been like, tough luck if we were operating in unforgiveness. So forgiveness is a gift as well. Forgiveness also allows us to be able to be free and then it allows us to be able to rewrite the story. Just because there are some hiccups in relationships does not necessarily mean that that's how the relationship has to remain. There's always room as long as both of the people are living and breathing and have breath in their body. There is always an opportunity to not only heal from whatever has caused the offense, but to also operate in forgiveness so that you can move on and move forward and hopefully create better memories Something way greater as opposed to just holding on to the bad memories. Because sometimes, depending on where we are at in our lives, sometimes there's a, I don't know why, but sometimes we try to justify the bad. It's just hurting us. Let it go. It might take a while. Don't get me wrong. It might take a while. I'm not talking about it, you know, this is a solution overnight. No, it may take some years. But if the end goal or the end objective is to literally forgive that person, do the work. I am to this day in some of the most enriching relationships where we have offended each other, where I have offended them or they have offended me, but we took the high road. Said our piece, shared our views, got past it, got over it, and we're better for it. Forgiveness is a gift. So this is going to conclude my podcast for tonight. But before I close out completely, I wanted to 
read a letter to my future hubby. It is dated February the 26th of 2021. And it says, today, dear future hubby, <laughs> I just gonna start reading. <laughs> today felt a little off kilter, but I managed to make the best of it by napping. I heard someone say, not sure who, but they said that if you would like to know the secret to a long life, take naps daily. I'm not sure how accurate this is. However, based on how much better I felt when I woke up from my nap, I could see the reasoning behind it. Have you ever slept so good that you wanted to stay this way for hours? That was me earlier today. I just wanted to rest my body and my mind. So I did. And it felt great. I wonder, do you take naps? Or are you like the Energizer Bunny? You just keep going and going. I totally understand how it's easy to do this. It wasn't until I started meeting with my wellness counselor, my wellness coach, that I became more aware of how important rest truly is. I hope you are getting sufficient rest. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that you all have the most wonderful evening. And do me a huge favor. Please take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. And spread the love and spread the word about this podcast. We have an actual goal of reaching 1,000 listeners by the end of May of 2021. You have the power to help us reach that goal. Thank you for your love and support. God bless you. Bye.